0: Hey, girlies. Hey,
1: girlies. Hey, girlies.
0: Oh, welcome back to the Real House Girlies pod, special guest edition. We have a very special guest today, a friend of the
2: pod and also official hairdresser of the pod, (laughs) Ben Wright. I didn't know
1: that title was coming to me, but I love it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's an
1: honor. It's a privilege. Just happy to be here. Yeah.
2: It's the moment. Mm. You are the moment. And we're so thrilled. Um, I'm gonna do a bit of a blurb so that the girlies know who you are. If they aren't already across you, they should be. So let me fill them in. Here we go. And if there's anything that's a wildly incorrect, you can correct me, but okay. I've done my research. But if it's <sighs> fun, just let it go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe there's something in there that I'm going to take on board as my like new personality.
2: Yeah, that, that works too. Yeah. All right. So Ben has been cutting both of our hair for years now. And when he's not kicking with us, he works as the head stylist at award-winning salon Ricks and Hair, located in Brisbane. And he also works as an educator for some of Australia's best hair care brands, which is amazing. Yes. A regular session stylist for fashion brands. Ben's led creative teams for shows and shoots across the country including Melbourne Fashion Week and Australian Fashion Week. Uh, most recently, Ben even did the head direction for the Real House his fave brand, St Agni, on their Spring Summer 23 show, all by the age of 25. Uh, we're literally surrounded by the most talented Gen Zs ever on this pod, and it makes me feel um, insufficient.
0: I think there needs to be a new movie that's like Snow White, but the stepmom isn't evil. She just soaks youth. Yeah. In a really wholesome, supportive, go Gen Z uh, way. Gorgeous
2: way. We love the Gen We Zs. would be the
0: stepmoms to all of Gen Z. Yeah. You're
2: doing great, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, But today, Ben is going to help us debunk all the hair myths. Anything that you ever wanted to know about hair, we're discussing
0: today. Nothing is off limits. I'm so excited.
1: I'm so excited. Is
0: there, an, is there a limit with hair that we could cross to go into off limit?
1: Absolutely not. Right.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. The limit Never. does not exist.
1: The limit does not exist.
2: All right. Um, But before all that, it hasn't always been the glam life for our Benny. (laughs) started in Mount Isa, now we're here. Benny grew up in the rural Queensland town of Mount Isa.
1: The Isa. The Isa. A.K.A.
2: uh, How
0: many hours from Brisbane is Mount Isa? Oh. Many.
1: It took us three days to drive in February. Oh, my
0: God. Where is that? Is it like the middle?
1: It's like, (laughs) imagine the Queensland Northern Territory border. Okay. 200 k's back into Queensland. Right. Yeah, we're Very in the middle of the desert. We're yeah. we're practically like
0: tumbleweeding.
1: There's there's actually tumbleweeds that like <laughs> float through the town.
0: Well, and just one rickety like wrought iron sign for the butcher that's now closed and swings off. I'm imagining
2: it's a little bit like shitt's Creek. Oh, like when stunning. they first arrived to shitt's Creek, is that how you felt? I think feel
1: everyone. When I think myself? everyone thinks it's like.
0: But it's really like Brisbane.
1: I think everyone like everyone envisions like a dirt road with like a saloon on like on the side of the road and like like, cowboys at the bar and everything. Like it's more like mining. So like there's a massive mine and. There's money. Yeah. There's There's, there's money. a lot of
0: Fendi in mining is what I've come to.
1: I don't think there's a lot of Fendi in Mount Isa. <laughs> okay. <though. Yeah>. That's <laughs> the difference. That's the difference.
0: But apparently in
2: Mount Isa, there was at least one copy of Vogue at one time, which I'm curious as to how that copy of Vogue got to Mount Isa, because I was researching this episode and I came across an article where you were featured on the ABC, which like... She's a reporter. So that's for you. Um, She's done her research. Yeah, she's a reporter. I am. You were quoted as saying, I think I was the only 14-year-old boy boy in Mount Isa buying Vogue and that your nan also got you into hairdressing. So why don't you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, I think I definitely was the only 14-year-old boy in Mount Isa reading Vogue. I probably... I am still probably the only boy in Mount Isa reading Vogue when I go back. See, in my, so my mind, f-
0: you were the only 14 year old boy in Mount Isa. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I really need a reality check. I'm going to have to make a road trip.
1: Yeah, look, you wouldn't probably be wrong there. No, but um, yeah, I, I think like I've just always been into hair and fashion. And I don't know, it just came like the attraction came very naturally to me. So it was like I just would open that magazine and it was like, obviously a dream like and immediately I knew that kind of I wanted to be a part of creating those images and campaigns and also apart from like being in the salon from when I was like 14 I also did competitive Irish dancing so (laughs) of
0: course you did in,
1: in Mount Isa which was obviously very expensive to come to the city and compete and stuff like that so
0: I've actually just clicked when you dance in salon behind me there's a lot of jump kicking, not a lot of hands. There's a it's lot of very Irish. The, it's very Irish down. dancing yeah. lot, inspired. I don't
2: know if you've ever been to a spin class when you're cycling yeah. along and they tell you to kind of hold the top of your body still, but the mm. legs are still going. I imagine mm. that's
0: what it's like.
1: Well, the yeah. hands—that's
0: are... the Irish dancing.
1: Do you yeah. wear a skirt? Like a kilt.
0: It's a kilt. Well, no, because the Irish dancing skirt's quite pleated, so the hands can hide in them.
1: Yeah, so, I mean the girls' dresses. Yeah. yeah. No boys, more so wear like just like black. Slacks, or they look like kind of black suit Where are your hands? They're by your side. Yeah.
0: Okay. Like the guy from Boston Legal.
1: It's they're like glued. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My dance teacher used to use the analogy. It's like a duck swimming on water. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just like very calm in the top. The legs are going. Chaotic. They're doing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: We've already debunked our first two myths today. That. Now we know where Mount Isa is, what it's that like.
0: was a myth. Mount Isa mm. does not exist. It was a fictional <laughs> town. Mm.
2: And where did the hands go while well, you're Irish dancing? Mm. We're off to a great start. We're off to a this
1: great start. This is an start. educational
0: series.
2: Yeah.
1: Of course it is.
2: <laughs> um, so you moved, to Mount, you moved to Brisbane at how old? Um,
1: 19. 19? I just turned 19. I just um, qualified out of my apprenticeship. Yeah. And um, I'd, yeah, I'd kind of lined the job up here before I'd even finished the apprenticeship I knew I kind of wanted to get out ASAP I knew it probably wasn't for me long-term Mount Isa like obviously always will be home always will claim it always like we will always celebrate Mount Isa um and what it's done for me and what it's done for like my family but um yeah knew I had to like get out there for my long-term career so yeah so Brisbane was the first port of call. You bought
2: a one-way ticket. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I love that you knew from such an early age that, that hair was the thing. Yeah. And that you ve- got your very, partnership very done lucky. very early. I know, I know
1: it's not like that for a lot of people, yeah. which is completely fine. Oh, I'm Welcome 32, to I sort
0: of know what I want to for, do. Look, I've got 48 ideas and none of them really.
1: <laughs> Honestly, like for all of our little, like 17 year olds listening right now, oh. or 45 year olds. Hundo.
0: It's never too late and never too
2: early. It's
1: never too late, honestly. I always look up
0: to Morgan Freeman. This is where I'm going with my wisdom today. Okay. Here we go. Morgan Freeman, like, didn't become a superstar until he was, like, after 60. Mm. And hello, it's Morgan Freeman. Yeah, right. The
1: voice. Has anyone seen the video of, like, Judge Judy being, like, if you don't make it in your 20s, you can make it in your 30s. And if you don't make it in your 30s, you can make it in your 40s. No one's seen that?
0: Judge Judy Shinlin is an icon
2: that stuck yeah.
1: with me she's a that's ingrained queen. into my brain now. that
2: gives me hope but you're in your 20s and you most definitely are making it so that's incredible yeah
3: you're, i'm trying you're,
1: we're trying we're just trying our best everyone's yeah. trying their so best if you're
0: in your 20s and you know what you want to do great but otherwise yeah. also great also fine it's gonna be okay so i thought it would be cute if we could start the conversation with a little brief history of how we ended up being Ben yeah because Ben wasn't always
2: the official hairdresser of the pod
1: well you guys definitely didn't find me on insta or it was definitely not by word of mouth or walking by
2: it was an IRL meet cute
1: at a drag show
2: at a drag show in the valley it was upstairs at a bar our friends of the pod Lulu Lamont's and Elderflower were Mm. performing they were and we met, our eyes locked across the room, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited!" But then you came over and you grabbed my sister, who was next to me, and you started talking to her about how amazing her yeah, hair was. If, She's
1: anyone a ginge. Know, if anyone knows Brooke's sister, her hair and actually just oh, Madeline, her face, not a ginge. Look, it's a, it's giving Vera blue. Yeah, it was. She's a Vera blue mermaid. Like, She's a Vera blue she mermaid. It's one of those annoyingly beautiful people that like mm. have hair down to her butt. And it's like one length and stunning, but it holds a curl like no tomorrow.
2: And so you begged her to let her do your hair. Like, <laughs> you begged her to, to do her hair. I actually would
1: love Madeline to do my hair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you know what? You got me. You got me into salon.
1: Can I also just interrupt and preface this whole conversation before we get like further into it and yeah. say that it was actually through Well, you were dating a boy. my friend. Yes. And I'd also like to say like... Girlies, yes. Give those Kens a chance because sometimes they'll lead you to a whole other Barbie.
0: Oh my God! Am
1: I the
2: Barbie in this situation?
0: Ben was the Barbie in that situation.
3: Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, (laughs) that that wasn't clear.
2: (laughs) No, it was a beautiful IRL meet cute, and I actually
1: remember it so fondly. I remember. I don't exactly remember what you were wearing, but I remember the bag, which is the most important.
2: It was the red Saint Laurent. It was.
1: She remembers as well. Yeah. It was the red YSL, the cute little like over the shoulder.
2: Yep. And up until that point, I had been actually flying to Melbourne to get my head on because I'd lost face mm. in Brisbane. Mm. And then I met you and I was like, look, this person seems like the one. Mm.
3: I'm
0: going to give them a, a go. Mm. And then within a few weeks.
1: That's really sweet.
0: Brooke yep. was like, got you a new hairdresser. And I was like, cool. I'm on my way. Well, because yeah, you, Why I'm... did you
2: need a new hairdresser?
0: Well, I love my old hairdresser, but I was in a bit of a weird situation. So my old hairdresser, I started going to because my ex used to go there and it was great. We would go, he'd pay for my hair and um, that was really nice. However, on top of that, my hairdresser was the cousin to my ex before that ex. So I was in this like family affair of just... Is this a great thing.
1: It's no. an, an He was
0: Italian.
3: Everyone an Italian else was thing. Italian. Yeah.
0: All three of them were Italian. I was Greek. I just am. think
1: it's a very interesting concept that we were getting hairdresser wrecks from a ex-boyfriend. You know, like well, or like like, uh, the, like a boyfriend at the time, but like my a, boyfriend like a boy never like on like they getting. And so
0: I was getting my head on there. and he was amazing.
1: Like I don't know if I would have the balls to do that if like if i was a girl and my boyfriend was like i've got this great hairdresser babe you should No, but i knew to... him before
0: because i had dated his cousin <laughs> okay.
2: it wasn't a, it wasn't a 15 dollar oh, at the local we, mall hairdresser. we
1: are keeping it in the family it was very
0: words, weird anyway yeah. when i broke up with that guy i was like i'm now at two x's with this hairdresser i probably need to like <laughs> not right. make Abort, it a third
2: Abort and a the situation and a yeah. yeah and in in, in a, insert me with a hot rack loves
0: loves a wreck hence the
2: yeah. pod and mm. the rest is history that was what like three four ish years ago yeah it was well before covid yeah yeah well
1: and you'd actually like before you started to like go down to melbourne you actually it was coming were coming to rickson yes rickson rickson <laughs> i was and getting your hair done by iggy Iggy. Who's now a hairdresser to the stars and Oh my gosh, he does
2: Iggy Azalea's hair. He does Kim Petra's hair.
1: Talk about inspo later on. Someone who's gone from
2: Brisbane to like the biggest things. Mm -hmm. And so when he broke up with me because of the move to LA and obviously Kim Petra's is maybe more compelling than I am.
3: (laughs) I Um, don't know. I don't know. For now.
0: It's the flavor of the month.
2: I went down to Sydney, um, Melbourne and I was going to Joe Scandizo salon.
1: Beautiful Hermes.
2: Beautiful Hermes, who I love and adore. Again, another
1: inspo. Another inspo. I
2: really just could not be splashing out hundreds of dollars on flights for a haircut. A haircut, Mm. which was every six weeks at that point, because I was in my bob girl era. Mm. And you're
0: competing with Rosa for an appointment. Yeah.
1: And I definitely think, like the the bob era is it's a very sentimental and personal era to be in and mm. you like when you have found <laughs> right. your you have found your like Bob stylist. Yes. The person to cut you a good Bob, mm. you hold on to them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I I second your decision to fly Thank all that you. way for a haircut. And like I can totally see why. But now she's mine. So
0: Well you've got all the girls.
1: All the girls, all the girls are mine. <laughs>
3: um,
2: what's a life? What's life like at the moment? You're working full time. Mm. You're the. Cr- what's your role? Creatively, <laughs> hair direction, no.
1: Mm. In the Head salon, stylist. yeah, in the salon. So, I specialize in cutting and styling. So, yeah. color is off limits for these hands. You don't be coloring your hair.
3: Yeah.
1: But um. Yeah, at the moment I'm like full-time in the salon, and then um, we'll do the more creative stuff kind of on the weekend, on my days off, that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, at the moment just collaborating with um, a lot of like Brisbane creatives mm. and stuff like that, um, but also going through like the absolute existential crisis slash rollercoaster that is being 25.
0: Yeah, because Brisbane's (laughs) not the end for you. No. And so the struggle is, like, when to Mm. relaunch. Yeah,
1: and I think I've only, like, just accepted that or just come to terms with that. Mm. I think it's always been in the back of my mind. Mm. But I think my loyalty in, like, every aspect of my life... Like, I think... I hope it's not, like, cocky for me to say, like, I'm a very loyal person. But I consider myself a very loyal person. And sometimes I think... I can let that get in.
0: Yeah, it's the not way. tricky to say because yeah. it will end up being a weakness in some yeah. areas. So, so. It works out. Mm. But it's also there's a comfort that you've built and it's like leaving totally. home all over again. And who
1: doesn't like being comfortable? Oh, like.
0: Tell me more. Give me a however, reflexology and a little yeah. ice matcha with Brooke in a shopping center and I am comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Where there are I'm not moving though. to New York. No. I'm staying near chilling. But do you <laughs> feel like Brisbane?
2: while it is still essentially a small town, you've still had these incredible opportunities oh obviously. And totally. you're able to you're able to still get a lot done in Little Old Brizzy.
1: I mean, Brisbane's become so centralized. It's cool. and I mean you can literally see its growth happening. Like yeah. and I, I've always like had faith in Brisbane as well. And I think that has been maybe one of the reasons why I'm like, oh no, I'm I'm good here. Like Yeah for a longer term than like not. But I think probably just recently I've come to terms with, okay, maybe it's almost time to, you know. Yep. Move well, on who to knows the next what that looks thing. Like. Surely yeah. you could
0: keep a base from Brisbane. And like, you're so cool, you can just make it cool that you You guys just Brisbane. want
1: me to come back for haircuts. Every eight weeks, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> could you come back? Can we get into it? Because Brooke's got a, a theme for the conversation that we're having around debunking some of the hair myths, hair phobias, hair assumptions. Like, what is haircut time frame? Because I looked in my calendar and I had my haircut already. It's been over three months. Mm. But she's, I don't know.
2: Whereas mine's been about nine weeks and the ends are, have been in better shape. mm. So like, let's talk about time frames. How often should we actually be getting our hair
1: Well, side note, guys, these two are like chronic haircut reschedulers that's not fair no
0: (laughs) we've been outed (laughs) that's not fair i do my actual best to show up to my appointment
1: and when she shows up she shows up she
3: shows shows up up, slides
0: in
1: sometimes the hair's looking better when she walks in oh no
2: no this girl can
1: blow dry her hair yeah like
2: I feel for the apprentices when we're both in the salon at
0: the same time. It must be quite overwhelming. Yeah. And I'm I also like, don't I... look at me, don't touch my hair, I'm with Ben.
1: Well, <laughs> I th- think I, something happens when you walk through that elevator. and Yeah. I, yeah. Chaos. Yeah. yeah. Chaos arises in the salon. Back on topic, haircut-wise, yeah. I, I think it depends. If you've got shorter hair, obviously the, the shape is going to feel like it grows out quicker. So yeah. I, f- I feel like anywhere between, like... Six to eight weeks is probably appropriate for like short to medium. Like
2: if you're rocking a like a blunt bob or a pixie, you're every six to eight weeks. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you know medium to long, um, you know, eight to ten. I always say no more than twelve. Oh, like there, because it is all about what your hair looks like in between your cuts. Like, like, sure, it could look great when you're leaving the salon, but like, what's it gonna look like? after the first time you wash it. Like, yeah. so we're taught to really like work with the hair in its natural state. Mm. So it's the most style
0: mm. with the
1: least amount of like maintenance or work, you know?
0: And do you think, cause I remember being young and kind of like having a consult. I don't think consults were the way that they are now. You know, you used to go into like a S and S. You know what I mean? And, and then you're like, where Italian do you want your guy? part? And you're, like, Um, in the middle and then they'd get it off the middle and you'd be like, that's fine. It's not fine because the more you can be honest about like, how do you wear your hair?
3: Mm.
0: What's comfortable for you? Are you going to be annoyed if your bangs are like out of a ponytail like that? I think being honest in your consult and getting the most out of, or giving the most information gets you the best result because. If mm. then you're at home for the next six to eight weeks with something that like doesn't suit your life or mm. how you style your hair, you're going to just have it on the top of your head in a bun or out just whatever and miss out on what could be just the most fun, bouncy, joyous. Yeah.
1: She's just describing herself. I, really. love my, I, love,
0: <laughs> I love hair on myself.
1: No, but you're right. Honestly, like if hairdressers aren't thinking about how the hair is acting Mm. in between those haircuts in relation to kind of what your lifestyle is, like how much time you want to spend on it in the morning, Mm. then it's not going to be the result that you want.
0: So speak up, America.
1: Oh my God. Speak
2: up. What kind of information is most relevant to have in those consults? So what what should I as a client have thought about and be ready to discuss when I'm coming for a consult? Mm.
1: I suppose like the biggest thing or one of the biggest things is like envisioning what you want that end result to be, whether it's like the end of that appointment on that day, or whether it's a little bit of a journey, like, is it going to happen over a few appointments? Yeah. Um, but pictures are always good. Mm. Um, obviously knowing how much time you want to spend on your hair or how you want your hair to feel or look on a day to day basis. Like, are you a, like, wash and wear type of gal? Are you going Mm -hmm. to stand in front of the mirror every morning and give it a bit of a tong or a blow dry? Like, Mm -hmm. all of those sorts of, yeah.
0: And, um, how important is it to be honest about whether you're using a Pantene?
1: Well, I think it's important. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not (laughs)
0: demonizing anyone, product. No. Because I... You, you know I have a dirty love of Pantene. Like, if I'm on a beach holiday, that's what I'm packing because it just smooths my aftersurf. And, guys, surf. she has the
1: audacity to look me in the eyes and it's, tell me this.
0: But, obviously, you, you can go into my shower right now and look at my beautiful R&Co stack. That's great. But, like, if I was dishonest, what... What are we working with? What might be the implication
1: <laughs> of a
3: lie in what the, the contact chair?
0: Because people are scared to tell the truth, right? It's like, what's your at-home yeah, range yeah. look like? And you're like, I don't know. I can't afford a $45 shampoo and a $45 exactly. conditioner. So I'm exactly. using a Woolworths, but I don't want to tell you that because you scare me yeah. with your and, style.
1: And can I just say, like, you shouldn't feel intim- intimidated or scared yeah. to go to the hairdresser no. and to, like tell them that and when they when because they should be asking what you're using at home Mm. because there could be something more suited to your hair or that will make your life easier Mm. Um, so I don't necessarily think it's like like the devil of all devils especially if you like have natural hair like if you're not colouring your hair you know the only thing I would say is like you definitely have a higher risk of getting a bit of build up um, from the silicon that can be in the conditioner and all of that sort of stuff. The sulfates that are in the shampoo can be quite stripping. Um, so,
0: <laughs> hey, mm. I'm not there.
2: It's f- I'm, mm. I'm grown. Yeah. And so, if you can be honest and we're like, hey, this is kind of my price point, but I mm. still am looking for a recommendation, mm. hopefully your hairdresser can help you work through something
3: that's Absolutely. going to meet those requirements. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, in no, in no way or form am I recommending. Those supermarket brands, <laughs> but
2: <laughs> but there might see, be something more. Started. See, I was
1: yes.
0: just about to say. I feel like we might be just really lucky that we have you, and you are like. I mean, we just love you so much, and you love us, and we feel safe. And I can say anything. I can say mm. I hate this. This isn't working. Mm. I have um, said that to you while
2: in your chair, mm. and you have wanted to kick me out of your salon.
0: Yeah, but you don't have take I? things. <laughs>
2: I'm a little bit crazy with the hair sometimes. Ruth <laughs> called
0: me crying once because she genuinely thought one side of her bangs was shorter than the other, and she was on Facetime crying, going, "No, because he said it's even. Tell me I'm not crazy." And I was like, "She, she's so funny." She
1: stormed back into the salon, out of the elevator,
3: <gasps> this pulled is me the away, story. pulled
1: me away from a client, and demanded for me to check that it was even. Check
3: again. It
1: was in Brookie's defense, it was a very chaotic time in her life. She's going through it.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's reflected in my
2: hair emotion. Definitely. Mm.
1: Nothing a good head massage and a um, <gasps> glass of rose can fix. That's exactly still. right.
2: And people store a lot of emotion in their hair, don't they? Like, coming. In, in their hair. Like, in their scalp? In the. Well, the, maybe. No. The hair is very emotional.
3: What oh yes, be.
0: sorry. I thought you meant more like in your hips you store emotion. Oh. I'm like, in your head <laughs> Whereas I
3: don't worry about I'm in my head.
0: <laughs>
2: Ruby, it can be so emotional. It is. Our yeah. people
0: are devastated if they get an ugly cut. but I I want this to be for the pod, a conversation that
1: This is the, everyone's boosts, turning point.
0: Yeah. Well, not only, I would think in your shoes, you want to be proud of the service that you provide. This is your job. You don't want to show up and have people have a bad experience. And also, I think you acknowledge and appreciate that people pay you to provide this service, Mm. right? If I've ever had a client do anything, like in any walk of life, I'm like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. I'm getting paid to do this. And I want to do it right. And I want you to have the best time. It doesn't matter if... I really like having bangs. If you don't like having bangs, I'm not going to give them to you. I want it to be for you. It's your it is for product, you. Right? You're you
1: paying for the time. Yeah. Like It is all about you.
0: And if you say to me, oh, you really need a scrub mm. because my scalp does get randomly dry mm. for no reason, I will believe and trust you because we have that dialogue and it's really safe and supportive
1: can we re- rewind <laughs> to about 10 seconds ago <laughs> when she just mentioned a dry scalp
0: yeah it was and then the most a- traumatic time of my life and last then winter.
1: L- <laughs> let's also rewind to maybe like 45 five, seconds ago. five minutes ago yes. when she said that she was using pantene
2: i'm not using pantene. The two, is there a correlation
0: <laughs> or is it causation? <laughs> Every, every week we're on the pod.
2: Has I'm this become, an, in, has I'm this become tar- an intervention <laughs> for Nozzy? It like, may have become an intervention.
1: Who is the guest on the pod today? <laughs>
2: uh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I need an intervention around heat tools. I feel yes. like because I'm addicted to my air up. And it gets I'm, hot
0: as hell. It
2: gets hot as hell. How bad are heat tools? Can we use them every day safely? And of all the heat tools out there, what are the ones that we actually mm. need in our cupboards? Because my cupboards are overflowing. Mm. I Man recently empty. bought a mermaid hair waver, which I most certainly Fuck don't need, me. and I've never used. So let's talk. <laughs> let's talk heat tools.
1: <laughs> talk it's about impulsive big. purchases.
3: <laughs>
1: my God. Yeah. Well, I think yes, you can use heat tools every day. Yep. But it's important to protect your hair. Yes. So obviously a heat protectant is non-negotiable. You Mm -hmm. wouldn't sit out in the sun for five hours without sunscreen on. Correct. So I I think for like most scalp or like hair concerns, like let's go back to our like skin and how that functions because the scalp and the skin obviously work very similarly. I Mm. wouldn't say exactly the same, Mm. but very similarly. So yeah, I would definitely say you can use them every day, but I would definitely protect your hair with something yeah every time you're using heat every time
2: and are all heat products made the same or are there some that i just stay away from and others that you would say that's a better option there's
1: definitely ones that protect it more from a higher heat yeah yeah so i would definitely look into into that um but as for recommendations i love recommending my clients something like the air wrap um, it's just easier yeah. than juggling, like, a, a brush and a great big, like, hairdryer, I feel. At home, um, I'm unsure whether I would, like, use it in the salon on a regular basis, but I think commercially and, like, for a consumer and a client, I think, like, bravo, Dyson. Like, yeah. well yeah. done. Um, But, yeah, I think if you're using heat tools every day, Turn the heat down. Make sure you're reapplying your heat protectant.
2: Are you styling every day? I would say most days. At least a touch you up. good. Mm. Thank you.
1: Yeah, see, this is the thing. So I would always invest in something that you can change the, the heat. Okay. If it's got one heat setting, forget it. Yeah. Because I feel like perhaps when you're freshly shampooed, you're blow dried, you want to like tongue it. Sure, it might be on a high heat, but if you're touching up, your curls the day after we don't need to blast the hair with like 210 degrees a gentle
2: 150 will do the job yeah
1: 185 at most
0: yeah okay good good to know see I um heat just blow dry my hair Mm. every time I wash it Mm. and that's really it until I wash it next which would be about five days later yeah um nothing will ever replace a blow dry and a round brush for me Mm -hmm. But I have got my recommendation from a million years ago, the $40 version of the air wrap and it's lit.
3: Mm. Just
0: for like, during the work week I work from home, I don't want to look, I don't want my hair to dry naturally because I feel like it gets really tangled and coarse and I get kind of matting and then I'll get split ends, but... I want it to be blow-dried. I want it to look okay. If I needed to go out of the house, it looks okay. But it's not like I put in an hour worth of effort. It's 15 minutes with Mm. this little... Anyone Mm. can do it. And it looks
1: bloody good.
0: Oh, thanks, doll. It does look bloody good. Anyone
1: who knows Nolsey knows that she's got... The hair sometimes One of the best heads of hair. For a couple
0: of years, the hair was carrying the rest. I was doing absolutely (laughs) very little with the face or the body.
2: I would love to be able to do a blow-dry. I just do not have the skills Mm. do you have any advice and you're both master blow dryers any advice for a novice blow dryer Mm. out there trying to learn it with the old school a hairdryer and a brush
1: i think obviously it goes without saying like practice makes perfect yeah but i think it and correct me if i'm wrong nozzy like jump in at any point blow dry queen (laughs) like it is all about like the motion and the coordination so even practicing with like the air off and just getting the motion right in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And I think bringing everything to the front. Mm. I think quite often, even when people are curling their hair, they try and do things yeah. like back to front. Like... Oh
0: yeah, my arms are everywhere, mm. it's, yeah. it's a lot.
1: If you can, bring it to the front where you can see it. Mm-hmm. like
0: I think when people have asked me to help them learn how to use a round brush, I've sent them a video and I've just explained one direction. Mm. Like I'll go, well I mean either either one, like just over or just under. And I'm saying, like, you put the hair, you put the brush on top, pull the hair around, pull the brush down. Just the simplest thing, practice that. Do that for your whole head. You don't need different directions. You don't need anything. You just need to feel like you can hold a brush and direct mm. air on it. Yeah.
1: I think Nolsey's in the wrong industry. industry.
0: Yeah, oh, See, I don't want to touch people because I've got...
1: We're actually looking for first-year apprentices. I don't know if you'd like to apply.
0: I have some...
2: <laughs> she doesn't want to touch people. No. It's, a t- it's a tism. But she's very good at doing her own hair. Love mm. to do my own hair. I'll do, I'll do some people's hair. Mm. Is the magic in the brush as
0: well? Yes. Like the brush makes or breaks it?
1: Yeah, I think a good quality brush always. A
0: useless mm. brush will make my hair just a crow's nest. Mm. Yeah. Are, you, are we like looking for a ball bristle? Are we getting something plastic? We use like, different what we brushes we on for? my hair. Ben in salon uses like a ceramic. Mm. And at home I use a ball bristle smoothing round brush.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah I, I jump between the two. And it could depend on like hair type yeah. or it ac- actually could just depend on what... The, the vibe. Or also like the length of people's hair, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, or, there's a really great brand that we love using in the salon um, called YS Park. They're Japanese made. You can buy them online. Um, they are a higher price point for a brush, but you will have it forever.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
1: a nylon bristle mixed with a boar bristle. Nice. So we're getting shine, we're getting smoothness. We're getting mm-hmm. control and good tension, which mm-hmm. I think is imperative That's a for key. a good blow dry. Because you want to, <sighs> yeah. Give Everyone's that hair a good
2: had a, a, a novice blow dryer trying to style their hair and not getting the tension, and you just don't get the result. It doesn't last. It's one mm. of
0: my favorite things to watch Ben like educate and be like, pull, yeah. get the root, pull, pull mm.
2: harder. Unless I'm like kind of jiggling <laughs> around in the chair, you're not pulling hard <laughs> enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dry
0: <laughs> the root fully. I've listened to all your little. Quirky one-liners.
1: Absolutely. Oh. They've heard it all, oh. honestly. Um, yeah, tension. Get those arms working, girlies.
0: Yeah. Okay. I prefer a blow dry to a, using a straightener or anything because I feel like that has been, and maybe this is wrong, but I feel intuitively in my own experience that getting rid of the straightener changed my hair health. I stopped Absolutely. getting breakage. Mm-hmm. I could blow dry it every day and probably have like 80% the health that I have now, because I don't do it every day. But when I was straightening it, it was just like falling off at the ends. Mm. Oh, is that a fact?
1: I think it's definitely harder on the hair for sure. Mm, yeah. You kind of even think about it. It's like a blow dry, it's using the air. Even though it's hot, you know, it's it's the air that's drying.
0: There's space for it to move. It's not direct to that yeah and it's, off.
1: it's on a, like a ball bristle or a softer kind of surface, whereas like, ironing your hair it's like sandwiched between two ceramic plates that are like a million degrees so it's got friction like especially if it's a bad quality iron Mm. like if we're not using a ghd doll we you know if we're using a remington from kmart sometimes that overuse of a tool like that it can cause so much like friction on the hair which can cause damage through
2: what about these there's this new generation of straighteners that are wet to dry Ooh, the GHD one. Mm. GHD's even even done one. And f- for the longest time, I just thought that must be absolutely terrible. But they're picking up a bit of momentum. People are talking about them. Do you mm. have thoughts, feelings, and emotions on the wet to dry?
1: I am in- definitely intrigued. Uh, I yeah. haven't used it myself. Mm. I would definitely love to. So, GHD, if you're listening, Joel. Yeah. Um <laughs> Level 1106, Edward Street, Brisbane City. Um, but... I feel like technology has advanced enough now that it may be okay.
2: Because when we were coming of age, there were wet to
0: dry (laughs) stylers out there. Are
1: you you just talking about your straightener and your hair's damp?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) When you're about to hit the clubs?
0: Uh, Yeah. Have you not ever put your hair on an ironing board and ironed it? No?
1: Yeah, they were too young. Yeah, exactly. I haven't experienced it. I
2: haven't experienced it. The toys were not what they are now. They were not what they are now. Those first generation straighteners that we had when we were like 14, 15 were not doing anything for our hair health. That's for sure.
1: The like emergence of GHD just changed Changed the world, didn't
0: it? Oh gosh. But then GHD, there was a rite of passage because it got so hot. And you'd be getting ready, and you'd be drinking, and doing your hair, and doing your. You'd makeup be in a and rush. Then, the taxi your, your leg would touch the edge of it, and you'd have a little triangle burn mm. on yeah. your leg for weeks. I
1: yeah. still
2: have a burn on my arm from the end of your hair curler when we were <laughs> panicking and rushing out the door somewhere.
1: I don't know what they made those original GHDs from, but they, they did not are die. just some are still going. Yeah, like, I think
0: my first one's still going. We had Someone a we it. had a
1: stylist in the salon a few years ago who would still use her original GHD on clients because it worked perfectly.
0: That's incredible. It, it wasn't bad. Mm. Um,
2: <laughs> next question. It
1: certainly wasn't bad at all.
2: How do you know what shape suits you? Oh. I suppose like from your perspective as well, how do you know what's going to suit a client best in terms of shape?
1: Mm. I suppose it's, Definitely, like it's something that we're educated on. I think if you've got a
0: talent for it, because I could never understand.
1: I think it's also such a personal thing. I think when people get too cookie cutter with it, and are like, "I've got an oval shaped face, so I can't do this, or Mm. I can only do this kind of thing," I, I don't know. I kind of like to treat it more personally. Yeah, and I think it jumps back to that lifestyle thing. You know what they're trying to maybe disguise or hide what they're trying to bring out you know Mm. someone's got great cheekbones um the rules are meant to be broken i mean exhibit a
2: thank you so much i once had a haircut that was quite a severe bob and i had a curtain bang (laughs) with it and let me tell you it was doing me no favors because it was just it was hiding the cheeks and making everything look rounder
1: Mm.
0: So and that, this is when you were brunette?
2: This is when I was brunette as there well. There was a lot going on. There was a lot doing in that haircut.
1: Yeah. I think if personally you already feel quite like wide across the face, like curtain bangs and stuff like that, they're going to add width there because yeah. that's, their, that's their job. That's, that's where they they're sitting. So, of course, your eye goes straight to the, the cheekbone. Yeah. So it adds that width. How do you
2: feel about people who come in and ask for full-blown bangs and is there a mandatory therapy session that should happen prior to going full-blown
0: bangs ben basically has that himself
1: (laughs) Mm. which i mean could reflect perfectly what's going on
0: yeah you've come (laughs) to the wrong place (laughs) no therapy i
1: didn't cut them myself though
0: (laughs) that is bad
1: yeah that is that
0: would be bad you could but if we did that
1: put the scissors down
0: yeah yeah
1: I'm here for a bang.
0: Bangs are
2: back. I think bangs Bangs on models look great. Like a Zoe Deschanel bang or something softer.
1: Um, again, I think. I think if you
0: if you wear a librarian's glasses, you could rock a Zoe bang. Yeah, that's cute. Mm.
1: Very bold.
0: Yeah, that's cute. And a gorman dress.
1: In my consult with someone wanting a bold bang,
0: (laughs) you're saying, are you aware this is going to be a bold? choice
1: the bold uh <laughs> hair choice but again it like circles back to that like the grow out right are we gonna style it every day what's our hairline like do we have some funky little cowlicks if you get that a we're full, willing to flatten yeah. every morning Ooh,
0: if you get a full bang and you then switch to bobby pinning it straight back every morning you've made the wrong choice, made yes. The wrong choice. yes
1: absolutely like if you wake up on day two and it's already pinned back I'm sorry. We've
2: all been there at one really point in of our lives.
1: Uh, yeah, I I think it also it all comes down to which sounds so cliche and so just like airy fairy, but honestly, like I like to treat everyone like individually. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so if, if someone does come to me and says I want bold, blunt <laughs> bangs, I, I literally will say like is everything okay like have you thought about this like we've yeah, gone yeah. through the motion is emotions, this an impulse
2: decision
1: and if someone says absolutely yes i have who am i to You're say not, no no you know i'm yeah. not i'm not letting my ego come into
3: that's nice. how yes. you want
1: to make yourself appear because yeah. i know myself i want to change my hair every five seconds so if i'm denying someone that Power.
0: Yeah. Who are you to know better for Who someone? Who the
1: bloody hell yeah. am I?
0: Yeah. It must be so... I mean, you're fab. Who we am I? You. You're everything to me. I'll I? do anything you say. But if someone does do you know, know what themselves I mean, better like than I like, know myself... Yeah.
1: yeah. Like, I don't like, the, I don't like the word no when it comes to consultations. Because if someone's sat on this idea of how they want to be perceived mm-hmm. and how they want to present themselves to the world, how they want their drag to be...
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like and it can who, be a scary
0: thing for them. They might've
2: been I know it can like, be
1: so soul crushing. Oh. Like that's...
2: Just to get the... Like they're asking for this thing they've that they've advocated. been thinking about yeah. and then so you've given them the wrong look and you've just shattered all of their dreams. Like that, that... You have to really hold space for people. Literally.
1: Absolutely. Oh. Because... Yeah. And this is like rewinding back to that whole kind of like... It's a very like intimidating, confronting yeah. thing getting your hair cut. Like we're seeing and hearing the best and worst parts of you and what a privilege it is to like have created a space in that little chair in front of that mirror where people do feel comfortable enough to kind of like let go talk about everything that they're you know going through um but
0: do it's, you actually remember the things we tell you?
1: Absolutely. Because I've told
2: you a lot of ideas. <laughs> <No, lazy no. laughs> <dumb No. laughs> no, I've seriously had some times in your chair and you do such a beautiful job of, of holding space. And I can imagine that that is not... Your role. That it's a, a, not your role. I'm certainly not paying you enough. And B, I can imagine that that can be like quite taxing and quite like, take a toll, even though it is extremely rewarding.
1: Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. I'd be lying. If, I think if, he
2: thinks
0: it's funny. <laughs>
2: I,
1: yeah, well, <laughs> no, I'd be lying if I didn't say at times. It can be, like, mentally, yeah. you know, straining. But I think you definitely learn to wash it off. Mm. Yeah. Go have a drink of water in between Put clients. Wash in. your hands. Like, you know what I mean? Like, get ready for that next person. Because yeah. that next person doesn't need to...
0: They might be dealing to with the five that, clients
1: though. baggage that you had before. They're here for their moment. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you need to turn on every hour when you're doing new clients.
0: You've got a bit of a, um, like some kind of patient confidentiality. Cause you mm. don't even tell me the drama of other
1: totally. clients. I take, I take that very, like seriously. The confidentiality. Side of fun. things
2: But he will tell me Your drama sometimes Yeah I know mm.
1: No
0: Because I mm. <laughs> No Because I
2: come yeah. in Maybe I close 20... some
1: of the drama yeah. By sharing the drama 20 questions. <laughs>
0: She's like So Brooke's been telling me And I'm like oh, Is it? Is
2: Quite she? often I'll
1: be like <laughs> Are you How okay? is Brooke going? How's Alana going? Yeah She was a bit off At her last appointment Fishing like, for
2: information yeah. I love it Just checking
1: in with the girlies I love it We need this podcast To be still going strong <laughs>
2: Yeah, Yeah Alright let's change Tack a little bit um celeb hair who do we love mm. who's got the best hair mm. and the reason i asked this question is because i have been watching the new season of kardashians and seeing kimmy k's hair and its current state it looks like it is struggling it's dry it's very dry chris appleton is gluing weaves in there just trying to cover it up but it is struggling so She's someone that I've always thought had the best. She's hair. always worn mm.
0: extensions.
2: Yeah, but it's it's, it's looks all like a it's lie. taken a toll now.
3: Mm. Anyway, who are
2: you loving, I've... celeb-wise? Who's got great hair?
1: Well, oh, so many people I get inspired from, but some of the like first people that come to mind, I love like I think there's no doubt about it. Like Alexa Chung is just a classic, but and that might be so basic of me oh. to say, but like the yeah. texture.
0: Can't she also do a full bang? I feel like she, she can, could so do a full She could She by. could probably see. do anything. Yeah, and probably she could do like anything. Her. But for
1: me, it's her texture. Mm. And the movement and that the she movement. gets in there. Yeah. yeah I yeah. see that. Um, like, nothing is better to me than, like, natural texture and mm. someone embracing it and the cut to be right for their natural texture. Um, Billie Eilish, I think, is always doing something exciting. Obviously, always something on the shaggier side, but I think the yeah. colour's always fun. Yeah. Um, and the same thing, very like echoes. A lot of my recos and like a lot of like hair crushes will be that kind of very natural texture, a little bit imperfect, like yeah. which I think is the vibe at the moment anyway. Like mm. we're 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 moving away we're not from doing the perfect
0: ringlets like Instagram
1: out. Yeah. salon tong. You know, we're we're seeing the bouncy blow dry. We're seeing the natural texture. Like yeah. do you know what I mean?
2: We're lived in, we're cool, we're yeah. not Perfect extensions down to our hips totally. that are perfectly waved. Yes. Alright, well I answers my next question. Yeah. Should I get extensions? Uh, clearly no. <laughs> we've
1: we've gone through this for I know, we've but was trying. You've got a I, hello.
2: Keep, I keep mm. trying. <laughs> to yeah. Maybe on time will he'll say yes. Yeah. Um, I do love like that transformative hair but um the Kardashians do though. Mm, like Totally. Totally well, yeah, changes and their look and the commitment to the look through oh, the hair.
1: Absolutely. It, it's almost, so they've obviously got this incredible creative team around them Ugh. that are basically turning them into like walking, talking billboards and campaigns every time they walk out the door. Yeah. It's always something different. There's always something new on their face, on their hair, on their body. Like, do you know what I mean? And so of course over time, that's going to take a bit of a toll you know if they're changing their look and color and cut quite drastically um and you you see it firsthand like backstage at fashion week and stuff like that like as glamorous as that whole world is and Mm. everyone sees what happens in front of the or on the runway like. Like backstage, like those models, like their job. Honest, I'm here. I'm here for the the girlies yeah. that are walking down they're that Yeah, They're going
2: through it behind the scenes.
1: It's a it's a big and very taxing job. Like, yeah. and I only know half of it. Like, I'm the model myself. Um, that you. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Watch your
1: head. <laughs> like no on it like they are running from show to show. They are head first yep. in the bathroom sink getting their hair washed. Like it is a very big job. So
2: And it could be it could be the tightest, tightest curls, mm. like almost that micro curl, mm. real frizz texture. Yeah. Next show it's a completely sleek yeah. look. The next show they're back and it's a natural yeah. blow dry Like the hair is going through. It's going
1: to Yeah, I mean, we day. were talking about like heat styling your hair once yeah. a day, every day. There could be going through like four or five plus different shows a day, you know, like
3: yeah. with
1: heat tools and different product and, you know, so yeah, of course, models and celebrities, their hair is going to take a bit of a toll, but yeah. they've got that team behind them to make it look like. They're picture perfect. Make you know what I mean? Which is all in the... Well, yeah, well, exactly. Which is all in the art of it as well. Nolsey, do um,
0: you have any celeb hair crushes? At the moment, I'm just obsessed with Jenna Lyons because I feel like she's rocking like a grey street. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's not. Na- I, I feel like she's naturally going grey. Would need, you agree? I need or am to pull, I blind? pull, up,
1: I need to pull up a photo. I'm
0: seeing her in like a pony and there's... What looks like strands of grey running through. There's definitely strands of grey running through. I've just pulled up some pictures of her. And I'm... That's the journey that I will be on. Well, I don't know if I'll get there. I've got one chunk and it's not popping up anywhere else.
1: I need to find this lady. A lady. A lady. Um, Because, honestly, she is hair goals and actually life goals she's living her best life i know our beautiful friend bridget if she's listening she will love this recommendation shout out to but bridge. shout out bridge um where are we i can't even remember who sent it to me Brooke, i'm sure it was your,
0: who's your hair
2: oh well, recently actually back to kardashian's Chloe has been doing this really beautiful caramel blonde brown the bronze moment. The bronze moment mm-hmm. and just wearing it in these really undone waves and I've just been obsessed with that. That's why you yes. want extensions. That's <gasps> why I have extensions to recreate that look.
1: Girlies, I found it. Her name is and I and someone shoot me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, because I probably am. Is it Is it Grace Garnum? Grace? Greca Greca gun?
2: just show us yeah
1: she's fab oh
0: she's
2: got
1: beautiful naturally
2: is like, that natural silver
1: of, absolutely that's natural oh she's my she's got the God. most beautiful full head of grey hair oh, I'm not gonna get but that. it is that pristine like frosty white I almost. would love that but she's got the chicest little French bob and she wears the best clothes and she's always in some fabulous location yeah. Um I'd also like to give a shout out to our beautiful friend, Pip Edwards, down in Sydney because her hair always goes off.
3: Her hair
0: looks I, amazing, but it time. looks damaged, but chic.
1: I, th- and, <laughs> and, yeah. Do you think? I, it but looks I, dry. I think that's the beauty of it, though. It's, I agree. I think it kind of...
0: And it holds its, wherever she moves it, mm, it stays
1: there. It's a beautiful blunt bob, but I think it's the colour, and obviously, like everyone who follows Pip knows she loves the beach and
3: mm.
0: yeah, so
1: she's got the salt going on. The color I think brings out the texture.
0: It's all great. the
1: The cut's always she's very cool. She's just my yep. idol.
2: There's nothing like that salty texture that you get from actual swimming in the ocean. Yeah, a salt spray just can't replicate. No, 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 no. Salt
0: spray is sometimes just making me look a bit greasy by Be- the end of the day. But The ocean is the right kind of crunch.
2: Yes. Yeah, love. Yes. Um, any other hair myths? Miss- that you'd like to debunk while we have the expert in the house
0: okay i do because you mentioned earlier when we were talking about the scandalous lives of pantene users (laughs) you said the word sulfates what is really going on how much am i worried are there sulfates in my current routine no
1: well, it depends. What you, depends if you're using your Pantene and your or your no, R Co. No,
0: you know I'm using R Co. <laughs>
1: In R Co. No, absolutely not. <clears throat> but um, a lot and probably most shampoos contain some sort of surfactant, which is kind of the umbrella where sulfates lie. Right, and you these, need
0: that though for sudsing
1: and cleansing. Yeah. So for things like oil and dirt and dust and, like, a lot of product, obviously not all product, but a lot of these, like, surface level, um, like, dirt and junk that is on our hair before we shampoo it, it needs that cleansing agent to be removed because a lot of them aren't water-soluble. So yes they're important but there are better ones than others Mm. so I'd always look for like a naturally derived one if something does contain sulfates it's a little bit gentler a little bit better for your hair
0: is it like a cancer thing if you use sulfates like why are they so bad why do we hate them
1: I think I don't think they're a cancer thing. Although, <laughs> let's not quote that me was on a, let's a,
0: uh, a like a drop. Drop. <laughs> I don't Let's think not it's
1: a let's not quote me on that. I don't think so. Okay, maybe if we're ingesting our shampoo <laughs> somehow, <laughs> like and if you are, um, please
2: don't. Please stop
1: it. I mean, <laughs> my no, strange I'm addiction.
2: Curious. I love that show. But um, <laughs> so they're not great for your hair health. Essentially,
1: I think, in a lot of ways, they're necessary because they do need to cleanse and move, but. There, there are, poisonous are better there, ones. Well, there are better ones than others. Okay. Yeah. A, a lot of shampoos now will contain like a naturally derived sulfate, yeah. which is obvious. Which some like most of the time is um, derived from like coconut husk, that sort of thing. But essentially, yeah, most of the time you do need something in there to cleanse all that debris away. And I think, regardless of whether your hair is the straightest of straight or curly, like most of the time does need a shampoo yeah
0: I know a
1: lot of our like curly girls kind of think I'm fine not shampooing my hair but I think even once a week let's get in there and give it a bit of a scrub because it is about scalp health as well which is going to produce the best hair possible if you're looking after it
2: are there any other ingredients that we should keep an eye out for when we are shopping for our shampoo conditioners and other products
1: well I think obviously silicons especially in conditioner um Obviously, it's going to make your hair feel fab because it's sitting on the hair. But it's a quick it's, fix. Yes. Yeah. It's, yes, perfect. A perfect way to yep. call it out. You know, it's a quick fix. It's going to give you that kind of gratification yes. and that instant smoothness and softness. But over time, because it's going to build up, it's going to wear your hair down it could be causing excess oil production. It could react with colour if you're mm. getting it bleached or coloured. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do so you... try and stay away from them. Try and avoid them at all costs. If wow. You can.
0: Okay. At all
1: costs. <laughs> Do
0: you Just use... put the
1: silicons down, girls. Yeah. Put the silicons down.
0: Do you use a rosemary oil on the scalp? Forever? I haven't
1: personally, but I definitely would recommend a scalp serum. Okay. I think we should be thinking about our scalp. Just as much as we should be thinking about our hair and our skin,
0: because scalp products are new to the market, mm-hmm. from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Now, I've always been like a coconut oil and rosemary oil scalp massager because I come from oh. a hippie background that I brought myself up in. My parents are obviously the. Would you say
1: that's hippies. your secret?
0: No. Um. Her secret is genetics. Just That's, genetics, yeah. I have <laughs> some secrets I'll never tell. Yeah, I think part Being of it great, is... Being
1: great, helps. I like... think part of it
0: is genetics. Like, I've, I'm i happy to give anyone any products. I give people recommendations all mm. the time. But at the end of the day, if you have, like, naturally blonde, fine, straight hair, yours is not going to look like mine. No,
1: it I goes have this the same as skincare, right? Yeah. Something could give you the most beautiful skin ever, but it doesn't mean it's going to work for yeah. someone else.
0: So... Um, seeing like the way come up with scalp products and then I think there's been like a couple mm. more serums and things that have come out is that just them carving out more market or do mm. you think that that's genuinely more things that we should be buying because we're also trying to encourage people to buy less things where they don't need to well people
1: are also trying to buy less things are or they? they? well I think I hope so I think they're trying because I think a lot of people can't afford a lot of things at it's the moment do you fucked. know what I mean? yeah mm. Which that's a whole other episode. Dolls. It is. It is. Um,
2: we'll invite you back for part <laughs> two. But
1: I think I think the rise of hair serums obviously came out of um, like an advancement in like hair technology um, and hair product technology. But I think a lot of the time, especially marketing-wise, hair product brands will follow skincare.
3: Yeah.
1: So the whole rise of like serums for the skin, like hyaluronic, niacinamide, Mm. like I think then that kind of trend kind of followed further up into the hair. Um, But I definitely think it's just as important as what you're actually applying to the lengths of your hair because where's hair coming from? If you've got a like shitty damaged scalp, you're not gonna produce great hair, do you know what I mean? So if you want the best hair possible, you've got to look after your scalp as well.
2: Yeah, so I'm taking away from today, we're looking out for sulfates and for silicones. We're talking to our hairdressers about what we actually need in our routine. Mm. We're looking after the lengths of our hair with heat protectant every single
0: time.
1: Someone was listening.
0: Thank you. She's really a journalist. It's serious. She?
1: Yeah.
0: She's paying attention. She's got a finger on the pulse. Thank you. Rapid fire. We've got a few questions to- Here we go. Fire out, you. Fire away, baby.
2: Pew pew. Uh, Who inspires you? Oh my God. That's not rapid. That is where a, that where is do groundbreaking I start? Question. Yeah. Well, right right now, who are you feeling inspired by?
1: Mm, I'm very inspired by the big guns of the industry. Yeah. Of course. Um, the Guidos, um, Sam McNight. Um, who are the
0: Guidos? That's like an Italian group.
1: Well, that's his name. No, Guido <laughs> is probably, if I can say this, probably the most. In demand hairdresser in terms of like the big fashion houses and like he's yeah doing hair for Prada and everyone yeah um, at Milan
2: Fashion Week creative directing
1: all yeah the shows. and I think he's got a really interesting story so I I'm that type of person that like will really connect with someone that inspires me through their like whole story so if they it's the rags to riches the you know so um in the industry yeah obviously people um like Guido, but definitely very influenced, um, by other people in that fashion and beauty and hair industry as well. Um, as well as, you know, I'm so lucky to be surrounded by so many people every day that inspire me in the salon, out of the salon at home, always inspired.
2: Love that. Love that. Do you have any big goals short or long term that you'd be willing to share with the girlies?
1: Mm. Yeah, I think short term Definitely, like, building more of a presence on social media, which Nolsey is trying very hard...
0: To bully you into. To it. bully me Every into, but I'll take
1: it. it. It's a great kind of bullying. Um, but I think long-term, I dare say somewhere like Sydney, maybe on the cards in the future. Okay. Maybe not within the next 12 months, for sure. Um. But definitely, I would say, possibly within the next two years. Yep. Hopefully. Beautiful. I think maybe just more, like, better suited to what path, one, I want to go down, but what path I am going down. Um, and then who knows?
2: Okay, that's exciting. Do you have any advice for aspiring hairdressers? Maybe there's an apprentice listening. Mm. What's, what's your advice?
1: Give it a go. Jump in, give it a go. I think it's one of those industries like so many that it is all about experience and i think if you're thinking about it there's no harm in trying
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um it's a lot of hard work long hours um i think apprenticeships are very tricky as well like very demanding um you've got to put hours in outside of the salon um obviously like it's a it's a skillful practical job So it's not going to come to you overnight. Like Mm. it's something that you have to work on. Um, So you definitely have to be self-motivated as well. Um, But it's an industry that I would recommend to everyone. It's just the best thing ever.
2: And you do a lot of education as well outside of your current day job, if mm. I can call it that. So there's a lot of opportunities for aspiring hairdressers to learn beyond what they're doing in their nine to five that they should be looking out for and taking advantage of. Totally.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's such, an in, like, it's such a huge industry mm. that there are so many like, pathways down it. You might want to be in the salon all day, every day, looking after clients. You might want to be on set full time or backstage at fashion week or, you know, there's, there's so many variables. It's literally like choose your own destiny yep. when it comes to like, you know what I mean? Like it's such a broad industry.
2: What's been your biggest pinch me moment or like favorite, uh, favorite story from something that's happened at a fashion week or a fashion show that you've been on set for?
1: I definitely think it was last year when I directed Brisbane fashion week that was when i think i think it was just the the realization of like oh my god someone trusts me this much to make this happen like little old me like so that was really um humbling i suppose or like i just (laughs) i felt (laughs) a lot of validating yeah but also like i don't know i just it it felt good it's a celebration but you've definitely put in
0: the work and I think when you were saying before you know you have goals for the next little while this is like the coolest part of that because you've talked about wanting to do a fashion week since I met you yeah and this is I will always say to people like talk about your goals mm. so long as you are also working towards them and not just talking shit Because people will hear it and want to chip in. Like if someone hears on the pod that you want to be in Sydney.
1: Well, you're putting it out into the universe. Yeah.
0: And there are always people that are going to want to chip in. And I think Mm. that you've put in so much work. So that fashion week moment is like a milestone, a recognition, a celebration. You're not humble. You don't need to be. Just celebrate the hard work I also think like a good
1: motivator as well. You need more of that. Like it's. It's. I'm the type of person that is always like, what's next? Yes. And like, as much as, like we said at the start, we all love to be comfortable at times. Like I'm not a settler. I do one thing and I'm kind of like, cool, what's next? Which I know can be a bad thing as well if mm. you don't allow yourself to sit and reflect on that amazing things that has just happened. Mm. But I think I've always been and I dare say I'll always... I always will be one of those people that is always kind of striving for the the next thing. I always want to be moving forward in some sort of way. A
0: high-achieving girly. We love to see it. We do. We love to see it. I want to do Rex from Benny, but also I thought it would be cute to hear like Brooke's favorite hair products.
1: I, w- I think everyone should hear literally what you guys use in your hair.
0: My
2: current routine, I'm using... A mix of R Co Kevin Murphy and a little bit of metal detox. Gosh. So the L'Oreal metal detox. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have fine, colour damaged blonde hair. So I need as much moisture as I can get. I'm using something hydrating and colour protecting in my shampoo and conditioner. But then for me, it's what happens when I'm out of the shower that I'm finding most important. So I'm going in with the Kevin Murphy Young Again serum. Beautiful.
1: Oil. Cult classic.
2: Cult Classic. And then the R Co high dive. This is the hardest working product in my routine because it is just giving my life it's back holding to
1: my everything hair. together. It's
2: holding everything it's together. It's a great product. And if I was wet going, and dry. Yeah. Mm, if I was absolutely. going to recommend one product, it's that one because I use it uh, when I'm just finishing my shampooing routine, but then also on those days in between if you need to
0: refresh mm. the hair, give it back some life
2: because it's a, a heat
0: protectant too, right? Yeah. All of their products are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And even a great product to let your hair dry naturally with as well because it has that little bit of extra weight without being too yeah. heavy when you use the right amount. Obviously, you can go overboard, but it's a very unique feeling product because it almost has this like not waxiness, but just Oil. something yeah, just something a bit extra Balmy. with it. Yeah, yeah, it's slightly balmy, I would say. So it's that perfect product that will really hydrate your hair. Mm -hmm. But as you are applying heat with it, that heat's going to disperse a little bit of maybe that... what do we just call it? Balm. That balminess. Yes. But yes. when you're applying it and letting your hair dry naturally, it's actually like defining your natural texture and allowing that like fluff and frizz to mm. kind of sit down a little yeah. bit more. And
2: if it's a midweek and I know that I've got a couple of days either at home or mm. I'm not doing much, I will just let, put that in and let it air dry. Yeah. And I do get a really nice yeah. and then controlled my, yeah. shape. It's not, air drying like, like you
1: said as well like between shampoos like putting it on those ends when they do start to feel a little bit dry and raspy yeah. um is great i'm the
2: it's i'm like the sahara balm, desert out lip here.
1: balm for the hair like, yeah. like mm. reapply during yeah, the day yeah, or whenever yeah. you need
2: is my routine approved
1: it is ben right approved
0: thank you in. well yeah. it's so amazing because i use r co as well and I think I have a Kevin Murphy Angel conditioner in my shower to give you because I'm-
1: I can smell that by just thinking about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's an iconic I actually smell. miss I'm, that I've smell. got a bottle for you. Um, but High Dive, I've switched out because it's maybe too heavy mm-hmm. for the amount of bounce that I need. Yep. So I'm on Waterfall as Gosh. my after washing condition. But I use the television series series range yeah a uh, tv series called television perfect hair shampoo conditioner and the mask but i yeah. blend the mask and the conditioner together and i use it every time oh She's this kind of is anal. revolutionary a a yeah i
1: have never heard of anyone doing that oh i like that i'd actually like to try that yeah on myself because
0: i need the mask but i actually like the kind of lubricating Thinning out of the product that the conditioner adds, okay,
1: without like diluting it with water right. or anything like that.
0: Yeah, okay. and
1: she's not just a pretty face. No, girlies. she's a
2: she's creator. A, she's a
1: cosmetologist. So if we can stay,
0: <laughs> stay
2: off the Pantene, we're also Ben white approved, is what I'm hearing.
1: I'm before I leave today. I'm throwing that There's in no, the bin. It's
0: at the coast. It's a. It is a Gold Coast only product.
1: Like, you there's nothing nicer
0: than being on vacation. Everyone's done this. You're on a family vacation. You come back from the beach. You're pantening your hair. And for some reason, it just feels like it's been healed. Look,
1: I don't know if this is so contradicting to what <laughs> I was saying at the start of the pod. But upon reflection, I think you should probably be looking after your hair more down at the beach True. than you are... You know what I mean? The sun, the salt. True. The no, same. I do
0: take my products. I'm just saying like, look, it's a dirty... Oh, she's
1: backtracking now, Brookie. oh
0: Yeah, because I feel like I've been put in the hot seat, <laughs> me and Pantene getting cancelled <laughs> together off into the sunset. Um, not sun silk, sunset. It's a dirty little nasty indulgence. I don't...
1: It's her dirty little... ...partake seat, right? very it
0: often. It is. Um... And I alternate between using the r co oil because it's like the lightest thing ever. I don't even know what it is. It just I disappears.
1: need to get you on to the Orbe one.
0: Uh, the Orbe one we'll move on to. But I will happily say to people, things like the Weller oil, the Weller Lux mm, Professional Gold Oil... Happy with that. The Kerastase. A lot of people. Happy with um,
1: that. Yeah, a lot of my like industry friends and stuff like that, I've seen them use um, the oil and they yeah, recommend it. They're great. Have I used it yet? No, I haven't. Well, do I want to? Absolutely.
0: There you go. This I love when we can have a conversation and everyone's an expert. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Benny, what are your recommendations? What do you want to leave the girlies with?
1: I feel like everyone needs to experience and use all they... Super Shine Ooh. at least once in their life is
2: this a serum is it a cream this what is, is this is
1: uh, like a moisturiser a Ooh. hair moisturiser it is the most luxurious like gratifying cosmetic feeling moisturiser okay ever I'll you'll want to rub it from head to toe
0: will you use it in everyone that comes in for a haircut
1: I use it on a lot of clients but obviously where
0: for all of the girlies on the pod
1: yeah, yeah. but absolutely get your hands on it you won't regret it you need the smallest amount it's quite concentrated I also think all day dry texture spray Ooh. everyone needs in their bathroom mm-hmm. pretty much regardless of whatever sort of haircut or hair you have pff, I think it's probably
2: that is beautiful you've used that on me before and it's it is. Really nothing
1: stunning. compares yeah um, yeah they're probably two of my biggest dreads I love that yeah. you
0: don't use a dry shampoo ever do you?
1: Me personally, or in clients? Both? Me personally, very extremely rarely. Mm.
0: I hate dry shampoo.
1: If you want to try a different sort of dry shampoo that is an aerosol, I would definitely recommend like the Co range because they have about 15. Yeah. <laughs> like mm. there's a dry shampoo in there for everyone.
0: But similar to what you were saying before, like you're looking after your scalp, that's the real reason that I hate it. Because mm. I'm like, what is that? I would rather my natural oils be massaged into my hair and I do a slick look with some a hair mask in and just go lean more into what I'm working with rather than like fight it with something that I don't know what it's doing to myself. Well and I think it
1: comes down to like finding your routine, Mm. that day to day routine between shampoos. So if you go like four days without shampooing your hair, day one might be obviously your big blowout. Day two might be like half up, half down, or a ponytail. Ooh. Day three is like loose textured bun. Day four is like... Slickety slickety. Day four, we've become Bella Hadid, and we are slick. The hair is to our scalp. Yeah. Yeah. Like, My it name? is tight. And we're... Is Bella Hadid? <laughs> we're absolutely shampooing our hair that night, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Twice. cannot go... (laughs) Double cleansing.
1: Everyone needs to shampoo their hair twice. You're
0: shampooing twice. That first shampoo does not lather. Yeah. The second shampoo is like a bubble bath. The
1: first shampoo is like removing the like debris and like all the surface (laughs) stuff. The aforementioned slick. (laughs) If you're using a professional shampoo, that's still going to have like the nutrient ingredients in it. Yeah. So we're definitely doing two so it can actually do its thing yeah. without all that like surface level crap on our hair and scalp. And
0: treat yourself shower time sacred time. Oh my god Massage I leave your scalp.
1: I actually leave my second shampoo in and of course I leave my conditioner in and, we're, like... mass- and we're absolutely massaging the conditioner in or inviting someone into the shower and doing it for you.
2: Ooh. Ooh. That sounds fun. Mm. Benny thank you so size. much for sharing all of your insights with us today. I think we've both learnt a lot the girlies hopefully they've learned a lot too we've had so much fun
1: thank you so much for having we me you. we
0: love a chaotic conversation
2: oh my god yeah
1: i hope this has been chaotic enough for the girlies or True. just
0: they need to come in salon just
1: just mm. right
2: speaking of where can we find you both on the internet and irl
1: um irl you can find me most of the time at Ricks and hair on edward street in the city
2: Brisbane City.
1: Um, yes, Brisbane City. Sorry to all the other cities that I'm <laughs> currently not in. Um, but on Instagram, you can find me at Ben Wright underscore Ricks and Hair or at underscore Ben Wright. If you want to <laughs> see what happens in my everyday personal BDW. life that I won't update you on for probably six months.
0: But when you do, <laughs> it's fab. Yes. Yeah. We'll, Always. And we'll put, the, put your dates in the show notes. Yeah You're welcome
1: Thank I you think guys we, I think, think we've gotten so it about official. Six
2: or seven girlies Already on to Ben Like
0: all of your clients Are
2: Friends of friends of friends The of friends. whole
1: All of the girlies That go to the Grey Are yeah. Clients of mine
0: Yeah Yeah I've given you a couple of Referrals And now mm. I'm like Stop cutting their hair I want my appointments back Literally
1: <laughs> Yeah yeah. yeah. Just booked and busy All the weddings I go to now Like half the guests Are clients of mine. It's really just to Catch up with all my clients That I go to weddings it's now
2: amazing. Amazing. All right, let's leave it there. Sorry started to cut you off. So you like what I did there? A little, <laughs> a little pun. No pun. She
1: was like, stop talking. That's enough from you.
2: The galleys are out. Bye. See ya.
1: Bye.
0: About
1: you, I'm gonna leak all my secrets. <laughs>
0: right here. I'm gonna leak all my secrets. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna
3: ruin my life. I'm this gonna pod.
1: my first <laughs> pod, and I'm gonna ruin my life. <laughs>